This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to this week's edition of Hockey Unfiltered, the podcast with Ken Campbell. I am the sidekick. I am Dylan Waugh. I am the soda pop to Ken's pony boy from The Outsiders, the book that we all had to read in seventh grade. This week, we're going to be talking about our mid-season trophy picks. And of course, if there's anybody that's going to soar at the latter half of the season, teams, etc., check us out on Twitter at HockeyNoFilter at Ken underscore Campbell 27. Of course, at underscore Dylan Waugh. <laughs> and don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to Hockey Unfiltered. Yeah, that too. At uh, KenCampbell.substack.com. I was trying to build suspense. Okay. I was going into my more baritone voice, kencampbell.substack.com. Okay. Right. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the champ. <laughs> I said pardon. <laughs> Flurry to the solar plexus. <laughs> if you're not from Toronto, Toronto. and listened uh, to Q107 uh, 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 in the early 2000s, yeah, you wouldn't get you don't get that. It's one. the most niche yeah. joke that ever yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. But there they are there are champ clips on YouTube. Oh, I think are I was yeah. trying to explain the yeah. champ to somebody. That's why I'm still the champ. And if you and if you're into really dumb double entendre jokes, uh, I they're advise all you like to that. Go, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was building this shed and my friend came over and said, that's a silly looking erection. <laughs> I said, pardon? <laughs> the dentist said, come by tomorrow so I can drill your wife. <laughs> I said, what? No, no. He always says, I said, pardon. <laughs> <laughs> he hits the ground like used up dental floss. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry, it was the, good. Yeah, it was good. I, you know, I, I always thought it would be really funny, but I'd have to pre-record it to yeah. call into a call to to a call-in sports thing. Yeah, and do a champ rant. Oh, okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. So there we were at practice. Marner's off there showboating as usual, doing nothing, putting no pucks in the net. Matthews is there combing his mustache. And then Yarncroke <laughs> comes over and says, hey, Matthews. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah. Some, just do something mm-hmm. to that effect and it, to the amusement of four people. Probably, maybe, maybe fewer than <laughs> two that. Two in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed two, ceiling four. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Let's... We are going to talk about trophies, our midseason trophies, and of course, if we think that there's anybody that's going to surge in those trophy categories in the latter half of the season, and then we will end it off with teams that we think could potentially surge or kerplunk mm-hmm. by the end of the year. And on a on a similar note to that, 
Have you ever noticed how that Titanic song that we all sang when we were kids had a really happy melody? <laughs> Husbands and wives, little the children lost their lives. lives. It was sad when the great <laughs> ship went down. Why are you thinking of that right now? Because I was thinking about Kerplunk. Oh, I yeah, see. Okay. And, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kerplunk, she yeah. sung. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, exactly. Like Horrifying. No, but I'm just thinking there must be like maybe seven people that are still listening now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to the six of you, yeah. <laughs> start us off, Ken. You want to start with the big one, or do you want to start with uh, the the smaller ones? Like- okay, so what we're going to do here is we're going to say who, because tonight, which is Wednesday, we're recording this on Wednesday night. After the games tonight, uh, the NHL will have played uh, exactly half the season, by my count. Yeah. Uh, 656 of... 1,312 games. Ken did math earlier today on the phone. It was very cute. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So anyway, so after the went games Wednesday night, there's four, game Wednesday, four games Wednesday night. After those games, we are at the exact midpoint O season. Right. Right? So I thought it would be good to go through each of the awards, pick, yep. our, pick our winner so far, yep. and then pick a guy we think in the second half might make things interesting. Yeah. And, you know, can can surge in the second half. So I think that that needed to be explained. Yes. <clears throat> so, Hart Trophy. Oh, you want to start with the big one? Yeah, why not? I don't know. What, what do you want to start with? Selkie? No, what? no, let's no. start with Hart. Let's go Hart. Hart. Yeah. Start strong after my Titanic song debacle. Okay. David Pasternak. Really? The best player on the best team in the NHL. I, you know, okay. So, the best player on that team. Right, he's not the best player in the NHL. Yeah, uh, he's close. Okay, but he's close. He's he's right there. But he's the best player. He's the engine and the biggest producer and the best player on the best team in the NHL. The team that has been without any shadow of a doubt the best team in the NHL this year. Okay, so with the heart, I always go with the thought: if player X got injured, would the team be just fine? Limp along at maybe 500 hockey or crater. Right. And I think that Boston would at least limp along at 500 hockey without David mm-hmm. Pasternak. And okay. that's then okay. that's why David Pasternak doesn't, doesn't cut it for me. Okay. And the choice is just so... Like, I'm basic. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. It, like, like, McDavid has four, almost five points per 60 minutes of play. And if he was not on the Edmonton Oilers, the team craters. So, okay. So why don't, here's a, here's a crazy thing. I know your whole thing. So why don't you play him for why the not, whole 60 minutes? Why not minutes? play him the whole game? Well, they're trying. He's going to get five <laughs> points a game. That means they're going to get at least five goals and they could, they could outscore their shitty goaltending and defense. They're, they're coming pretty close. Let's <laughs> yeah, be honest yeah. to playing him the whole game, but he's, he's playing exceptionally well. He is once again. He's got seventy-seven points. Yeah. We're halfway through. Yeah, yeah. He's on pace for yeah. hundred. Well, you know what? I I I I I see what you're saying, and I get it. But I just, you know, maybe I'm I'm jaded, or or I'm being I'm being affected by the the lack of team success. And 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 it's not yeah. his fault. No, and it's, it's not, not his, his fault. fault. Yeah, like it's not his fault that yeah. they that they suck. When he's not on the ice. Like we talked about Patch Reddy last week. 
And so Pacioretty could go on a tear this year. Yeah, he might win the damn thing. He's got like 500 <laughs> goals already, and he's just played like three games. <laughs> but what, what I'm saying to my point about, about you know, taking the player off, if Pacioretty goes <clears throat> and goes on that tear, and let's say by some miracle he leads the league in points, which, of course, is virtually impossible. From No, but... But leads it from the time. No, let's say that he just he. Okay, well that's not gonna happen. The, no, but, but, but what I'm gonna yeah, say yeah, is okay, yeah. he still wouldn't be my heart pick okay. because Carolina was fine without him. Okay, and so that's you, why you gravitate. Well, I mean, you know, best player. He's the best player. Connor McDavid's the best yeah, player. There's no two ways yeah, about so it. So if you want best player, that's fine. If you want, but um, he's not only best player. He's also so essential to his team. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, you're not going to argue with Connor McDavid for Hart. Like, it's going to be renamed. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to yeah. argue with that. But yeah. I just, I like the fact that David Pasternak has put together this season that he has. And and you know what though? Like, In a contract I'm going to I'm going to come back and say, you know what? At the beginning of the year, when Brad Marchand wasn't there and Charlie McAvoy wasn't playing, and everybody thought the Bruins were going to suck, yeah. he he carried that team and got them off to. A historically good start. Well, and he's been I mean, the driver the, the on their Boston, second line. The Boston Bruins are, and and I know it's not a direct comparison, but they are flirting with the all-time points record still. Yeah. Like it's 132, right? right. By Montreal in, in 76, 77, right. I want to say. Yeah. Fewer games. Yeah. No shootouts or, or, or overtimes. Yeah. So I, I know it's not, I know it's yeah. not, not, Caveat, a, it's not an yada, apples, yada, yada, it's not an apples to apples, but yeah. they're still, they're still flirting with the, with the points record. Yeah. Right now. And if you can tell me one other guy who's been more vital to that, to that, 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 that the fact that they're that good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Linus Allmark has been good. He's yeah. been great. But it's been David Pasternak. Yeah, I mean, he's my guy. He's my guy. I'm. I don't care. I don't care what you say. David Pasternak's been great, and the thing that I would say that he's done this year is he's proven that he can drive a line. Yep. He's not been playing nearly as much with Bergeron. Yep. With Marchand. He's been playing. He's been playing with Krejci and Hall and he's most been of the year. With yeah. Krejci and and and, and Hall. Taylor Hall. Yeah. 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 And of course, we know that Hall is not a line driver. I. Th- you know what I'm thinking about. We talked last week about this Sanderman thing. The right. more I think about it, like like the, the fact that a guy's value is diminished because he's not a Sanderman mm-hmm. is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. A, set, a, a winger can drive a line. David Pasternak drives his line. Mitch Marner often drives his line. Yeah. You know, Alex Ovechkin's a winger. Rocket Richard was a winger. Yeah. Gordy Howe was a winger. Bobby Hall was a winger. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So I remember um, reading an article that was basically talking about player. It wasn't an article. Pardon me. It was in a book about um, about advanced statistics and stuff like that. But essentially, w- one of the more basic sides of it was breaking down, like, in terms of trade value. The thing that you have the least of on your team is goalies. But let's throw that one out the window. But sentiment. In terms of for skaters, then it's defensemen, then it's wingers. Well, it's right shots, right shot defensemen. 
Well, but that just used in, to be in a more general that used sense. to be that used to be the unicorn. A right shot defenseman used to be the unicorn. But in a more general sense, yeah, right. In terms of what your value, what you value, yeah, it it goes centerman, then defenseman, then wingers. Okay. So when you get like the you know the classic joke, the trade was one for one, and you get a winger for a defenseman, it was kind of like unless there's a huge disparity in talent there, Ella Taylor Hall for uh, Adam Larson, um, Adam Larson. Yep. Okay. <laughs> just making sure um unless there's a huge talent disparity then you know all things being equal the defenseman is automatically worth more than the winger because there's just simply more wingers in the league mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. more wingers on a team mm-hmm. anyways yep. so there is that argument to be made i i don't disagree with you though in the yep. sense that like you know if if a guy is a world-class hockey player then he's a world-class hockey player yeah yeah you know and that's just yeah wherever he is he's a world-class right. hockey right. player um so is there anybody that you think in the second half could uh, supplant David Pasternak in, in your opinion? Uh, well, yeah, I, I mean, and, and this one might be a bit, little, little bit out of left field, but I think Kale McCarr. I wouldn't say that that's out of left field. Yeah, I think Kale McCarr and, and a sneaky one, maybe not so sneaky, Jack Hughes. Okay, so um, Kale McCarr is very similar to your reasoning with David Pasternak in the sense of the way that he's carrying right, the right. Colorado I, I mean as much as as much as they're being carried right now. Right. They're not very they're not doing very well. Yeah. Um but that team's been so banged up and so like decimated. But to the same point of McDavid, you're not yeah. blaming McDavid yeah, right, for right. Yeah, Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, not blaming yeah. Kale McCarr for yeah, yeah. for yeah. uh Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Um that's yeah that's an interesting one. Uh Jack Hughes, tell me, tell me why you think Jack Hughes? Just his underlying numbers are amazing, five on five. Yeah, um, and I mean, he just, he's just he's so dynamic, player. so dynamic, and yeah. he's scoring. And you know, this is a team that is much better than it was last year. Yeah, and is much better than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's not as good as it was when they were on a like ten or eleven or twelve game heater. Yeah, but nobody's that yeah, good. Yeah, but but. They're a lot better, and he's one of the biggest reasons why. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, both both good picks. I did think about Jack Hughes a little bit. The one that I kind of landed on is Tage Thompson. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 there for that. Yep. He is like in terms of points per six, he's just behind McDavid. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, again, you've got a situation where Buffalo is getting themselves out of the sewer. Yeah. And Tate Are they Thompson's ever? giant face is the- do, you, do you know who the highest scoring team in the league is right now? It's the Sabres. The Buffalo yeah. Sabres. Just as we all thought yeah, would be yeah, the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, when I like when I'm looking at the scores on uh, the on nhl.com or the media website mm-hmm. and it's the middle of the game and I'll see okay, Buffalo won, Pittsburgh nothing. Yeah. I always say to myself, "Oh, I wonder who got the assists on Tage Thompson's goal right. before I before I look at the the, the, the summary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. usually he's either got the goal or the assist. So I mean, it, it warrants being said that they're out of uh, playoff. They're not in a playoff spot right now. The Buffalo yeah. Sabers. Yeah. But if they get into a playoff spot, it will probably be largely because of Thompson's continued strong play. And, and so if Rousey they get Dalin, he's been, well, Dalin's yeah, Dalin's had a great yeah. year too. Yeah. I shouldn't I yeah. shouldn't discount him, but yeah. but my point to say is that you know if if Edmonton remains middling, 
and Buffalo gets a surprise playoff spot in a very difficult division, yeah, then Tage Thompson it might be a good pick for Hart. Mm, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna argue with that. Well, that is just boring. Yep. Can, can't you call me a bonehead at least? Okay, sure. I'm sure that you'll have several opportunities okay. <laughs> between now and the end of the podcast. Sure. Okay, so. Check yeah. out kencamel.substack.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And don't forget to check us out on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, leave a review, all that good stuff at Hockey No Filter. Let's hear it. What, where are we going next? Wherever you want. Norris. Norris. I've already talked about both guys. Yeah. Well, Camel Carr. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, is, he'd is be my, my pick. pick. Yeah. 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 But like, how do you argue? Well, you don't. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. I mean, there is the Carlson factor. Um, I think he's fading. Um, yeah. A little bit. Um, so, yeah, Kale McCarr. But the defensive for, side for all of the his- reasons, For all the reasons that I want it, that I think he can be a dark horse MVP guy. Not even a dark horse. I think he can be a legitimate MVP guy. Yeah. If these guys turn it around in the second half. Yeah. Which I, which I believe they will. The thing that I'll, I'll say about Carlson is that he just, he actually had some underrated defensive chops in his heyday mm-hmm. for in-zone defending Agreed. Agreed. and Agreed. defending on the, off the well, rush. Well, it's, it's, you know, I mean, the defending is easy when you when you get the puck and No, get but I mean, out. even when the other team's <laughs> you know? coming in, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. He would just take the puck and say, yeah. yoink, and, and then go and skate up the ice and, and score a goal or or get an assist, right? But yeah. he, he actually had some good, uh, more traditional defending and I mean, more than once, especially like in the, there was a, a couple of years where there was like two or three playoff series between Montreal and Ottawa. There's two within three years. Is that your phone? Yeah, I've got it on like. That's it's my, hilarious. It's my sister. I can't take it right you now. You can't take this. I'll just, I'll just deliver a message. Can I call you later? There we go. Okay. Uh, All right. We're leaving so I'll that give in. you a call later. Yeah. <laughs> so Carlson, um, he, he was good defensively. Mm-hmm. And right now he's putting up the points. He's all the offensive Carlson yeah. that we, yeah. we uh, love, but he's not the full package Carlson. Right. right. You right. know? Right. And so, and, and Kale McCarr is the full package. I think we talked about it a few weeks ago about his, his defensive zone deployments mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all the rest of it. And just, he's just all over the place. He's, he's killing so penalties. We, he's so doing everything you on, want him. We agree on Kale McCarr. It's hard not to. Yeah, okay. Like, it's hard not to. Okay, so my second half guy, then, is a guy I've already mentioned, Rasmus Dahlin. Yeah. So, tell me tell me what you think could uh, potentially make him surpass Kale McCarr in the second half. Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's starting to really heat up offensively. Right. Um, and so, I think if he overwhelms people with that offensive prowess... Mm-hmm. And and again, to your Tage Thompson thing, if the Sabres, you know, somehow can sneak in there uh, in that division playing against those teams and yeah. and that, then, uh, you know, I think you've got a case. So my pick is for the second half is not one that I think will get the Norris, but maybe will be deserving by the end of the year. Well, that's what you're, that's why you're, that's what we're doing. Well, I guess I'm just yeah, saying okay. like, you know, like uh, maybe we'll throw the DraftKings thing in here. You know, like I wouldn't say put money on this guy. You know what I mean? Ooh. Right. But Shout out to the sponsor. Yeah. Okay. 
Yes, the corporate beast must be okay, served. Okay, Josh Morrissey. Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. Good. Good pick. Good Ooh. Pick. Good pick. Yep. Wow. Yep. You're just you're just being all kinds of supportive tonight. Well, that's the way I roll. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he's uh he's an excellent defenseman. Yep. And he's putting up a lot of points and mm-hmm. he's a big driver on uh on uh, on the New Jersey Devils now, Marino's. No, 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 no. He plays for the Carolina Hurricanes or New Jersey Devils. You're sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yes, he does. He plays for the New you Jersey Devils. You know what's funny is that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you you dropped back a couple of years. Yeah. You know what's funny is that I was watching the Carolina New Jersey game last night, and I was thinking like, aren't Dougie Hamilton and Brent Burns just really fun to watch them go head to head? Against each other, <laughs> just two guys that are yeah. really offensive defensemen yeah. that look like they should be the biggest, slowest, dumbest, stay-at-home, cross-check you in the neck defensemen. And they and they they're nothing. None of those things. None of those things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like they've got that in them. Like if 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 they've got a defensive zone, John, they're in front of the net with you. I'm not sure Hamilton has it in. He's pretty docile. Yeah, for a big guy. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Burns will, Burns will hurt you. He's got yeah, a mean yeah. streak to him, yeah. which I really like. But I'd also say, ironically to that, uh, Hamilton's the better defender <laughs> between the yep. two, which yep. is why I didn't pick Burns. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, I think uh, okay. Hamilton's one of those guys that, again, it's the same thing. If New Jersey continues playing well, maybe gets on another hot streak, you know? Yep. Yep. I'm you with got you. a great defender I'm there. with you. Okay. Yeah. Calder. We're gonna have the same one again, Maddie Benier. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah, it's it's yeah. just it, he's the almost field is not even close well, at this point. He's almost a point a game. Yeah, and he, and he's playing on the top line. Yeah, on a team that's really surprised. Right. Yeah, and playing both ends of the ice. I mean, it's really like I I just watch him and I just see Chris Drury. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell me why. Uh, just really good at both ends of the ice. Um, you know, really responsible player, guy who has an impact on the game, you know, uh, both American, you know, whatever. Like, I just I just see, you know, that kind of player who's going to have that kind of career. Yeah. Um, so I might as well then go off board a little bit. Okay. Because this this guy, I guess he was my second half pick. Yeah. Is uh, Is Logan Thompson. Yeah, he was actually my first quarter pick. Well, yeah, he put up a crazy yeah, first he, quarter. He yeah. was really good in yeah. the first first quarter. Yeah. And then he faded. Yeah. And and I mean, he's doing okay. He's getting wins. His save percentage and, and, isn't, you know, spectacular. And that's the thing is that he regressed to being a good rookie goalie. Right. As opposed to being one right. of the better goalies in the league. Right. Which right. is fine. Yeah. That you know works. what I mean? That works. And and, yeah. and um and now I'm blanking on his name. I was just trying to I was just trying to look it up. Uh Arizona's goaltender. Arizona's got a rookie. Vimelka. Vimelka, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Is he a so, rookie? Is he a rookie? Is I believe that he is. Okay. He qualifies for the Calder. So okay. a lot of love is being given to Vimelka, but I wanted to defend my Logan Thompson a little bit and say that... Four years ago, he was playing Canadian University. What else do you have to say? No, well... That's a great story. It's a great story. It's a great story for you, Sport. Because U Sport is not. It's a great no. It's a great vo- story for you, Sport. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a great story for U Sport, which is Canada's uh, university hockey program, because they have not traditionally pumped players into the NHL. 
And, not a ton. Uh, yeah, not a ton. A couple of guys, Derek Ryan. There's a few. There's yeah. A few. Yeah. But uh, but anyways, the reason why I would say him over Vimelka is because there's actually stakes in Vegas. Yeah. Check and make sure Vimelka's a rookie. I'm not 100% sure you're right on that. Okay. He might be. Well, he it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, he might He might actually still be because he might not have played 25 games last yeah, year. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. yeah. So okay. this, anyways, this is why I'm saying yeah. Logan Thompson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, my my second half guy is Mason McTavish. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, he's been he's been really good lately. Yeah, he's been really good. He's and he stepped it up. I think he's a guy who it took him a little bit, a little while to get to get it. Yeah. You know, um, to figure it out, and I think he's starting to figure it out now. Do you, does he have a brother? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Why? Well, just because the old famous East Coast fiddle song, McTavish is dead. No? Mm-hmm. McTavish is dead and his brother don't know, and his brother is dead McTavish don't know, and the two of them dead and in the same bed, neither of them know that the other is dead? <laughs> it's it's sick. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I just, I don't know what to say to you right now. You see, this is the thing, is that what I find is that when I make a good joke, you've got a snappy comeback, so I've been sticking to bad jokes all night. All life. <laughs> You mean. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vizina, as I heard someone call it one time. Who? The Vizina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you remember when Jonathan <laughs> Toes too- was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a staple? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll probably have the same one for this one, too. I don't know that we will. Connor Hellyabuck? Hellyabuck? Oh, I thought you were going to go with Linus Allmark. Uh, I was gonna maybe, but no. Nah, or UC Saros, because well, I just read you had an article about UC Saros. Is my second half guy. Okay, because he's really like he was good at the beginning of the year, but he wasn't like yeah in like what he was doing last year when he was like in the Vezina finalist conversation, which he ended up being a Vezina finalist. Um, and uh, but now you know, I mean, lately he's been ridiculous yeah which which probably means he's gonna get lit up for eight goals against toronto tonight <laughs> so t- as we're talking as we're it. speaking so yeah, tell me t- tell me why connor hellebuck is your pick um why because uh, he's he's carrying a team yeah he's carrying a team that's revived and and you know show me a good co- show me a good you know show me a good coach, coach I'll and i'll show, show you a good good goalie, goalie. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's that's just it. Like when when you look at uh, Winnipeg's defense core, mm-hmm. it's they they you know it's hard to argue that they're giving their goaltending a lot of help, right? Right, and uh, you know Josh Morrissey is obviously re- revived yep. this year, yeah, yep. but more so in an offensive way, correct. Than uh, than any yeah they st- of- they still give up a lot they give up a lot and he's been yeah. very very good yeah and and now UC Saros I I kind of wonder if we're if we need to start the conversation about UC Saros being the best goalie in the league well he's the most consistent yeah he's the most consistent yeah uh, you know and I and I pointed this out today in something I wrote. Um, on Ken KenCampbell.substack.com, where you find all the best writing in hockey um, for only $60 a year, $6 a month. Um, how, like <laughs> last year, the nine guys, and I'm, I can't remember all of them, who got Vezina votes, Shesterkin, Saros, um, 
That's only two. <laughs> Sorokin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thatcher Demko. Vasilevsky. Frederick Anderson. Vasilevsky. I'm missing who finished third in, in voting. Anyways, um, who else was there? There were, uh, you know, but like almost none of those guys are, yeah. are Vezina contenders this year. Yeah. You know, but UC Saros, like what I like about him is the Nashville Predators must like, I mean, they got a lot of flaws and usually it's, they can't score, which mm-hmm. is again the case this year. Yeah. But you must, if you're David Poyle and John Hines, you must be able to put your head on the pillow at night pretty happy that you haven't had goaltending issues forever. Yeah. Like he went from Pekka Rene. Yeah. Now you're, now you're going to uh use Saros and he doesn't, he just doesn't like, he might not have a nine forty save percentage, but he's always going to have like a nine twenty. He would, if he was on Boston. Yeah, he might. Or if yeah, he yeah, was yeah, on yeah. the Islanders yeah, or a team yeah, like yeah. that. But he's always going to have nine twenty, yeah. and he's not going to be one of those guys that has those, Big dips, you know, peaks and valleys. Because right now, like, how do you figure out goaltending in the NHL now? But right now, so this is the thing: is that um, a lot of the consistent goalies in the NHL uh, play on consistent teams? And whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost it? like they're part of the team, yeah, and uh, contribute their part. Whereas UC Saros, I mean, it was two years ago, he he dragged them to an almost playoff spot, kicking and screaming. Yeah, and then last year he got some run support with a few guys having career years, right? Exactly, and, and they went to the playoffs, and he's not getting that this year. He has lately in the last couple of games, they've yeah, they've, yeah. they've really turned it up. Yeah, so I you know UC Saros. Like I'm kind of split between Hellebuck and Saros, to be yeah, honest. But Carol Vimelka is not a rookie. He's pl- he played 52 games last year. Oh really? Yeah, he's not a rookie. I oh. was I was pretty sure about. Okay, that. Okay, well that's my mistake then. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man who owns up to his mistakes, though they be numerous. Mm. <laughs> um, but anyways, you see Saros, like I, you know, through. Price's career, the amount of times that goalies came along that it was like, well, this is the next price. Well, th- and they had one good year or two good mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. This is the next price, one good, and he was consistently playing yep. well. Yeah, and he had some years that were quote unquote down years, but even but by the advanced analytics, they weren't normally down years by that much because it was just Montreal's defense was so bad, mm-hmm. and he was still mm-hmm. putting up a nine hundred five or nine ten behind some terrible defense, right? And and so. That's the thing with UC Saros is that whatever's happening in the team around him, to your point, whatever's happening in the world around him, he is doing his job year after year. And it's been four. This is year four. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Four years ago, he was splitting the net with Pekka Rene. Right. Right. And, and it was already quite clear that he was uh, the heir apparent. Okay. At that yeah, point. yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we'll call it year four. Okay. Yeah. And. Like, that's unheard of consistency in the NHL. That kind of consistency? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody does it. Like, it does. It feels like nobody does it. Yeah. Except Hellebuck. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, anyways. But, but, yeah. But he dipped a little bit last year. Didn't he didn't he? have a bad year last year, yeah. though. It just, yeah. it was yeah. just compounded by okay. all the other things. But, anyways. Right, right. So, uh, you want to move on to the next one? Sure. Selkie. Selkie. 
Let's do the Selkie. Okay. All right. Who I have a Selkie. I have Patrice Bergeron just because. Just because. Just because. <laughs> I. I numbers advanced stats scare me so i'm just gonna go with the tried and true at the moment (laughs) and uh, now the for the four people who are listening do not then stand up and say oh well he's the guy that he's a guy that votes for these awards and he doesn't even know when it really comes down to voting for the award i'm gonna do my research yeah i just yeah haven't quite done that research yet so, I mean, Patrice Bergeron, like, the thing is, is that that's one of the few situations with Patrice Bergeron where advanced stats people and more old school people just all agree and hug and and, and sing Kumbaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you can't not like the guy. Boy, I always say every team that the rest of the world hates always has one guy that nobody can dislike, right? Yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I don't think, like, yeah, and it's Patrice Bergeron, for sure. Oh, I thought Bruins. it was Brad Marchand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hard. To, it's very difficult to dislike Patrice Bergeron. Very, I nay, impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen, there was, like, some video that went around a while ago of him walking down the streets of Montreal and some guy saying, like, you're a traitor for playing for the Bruins, but I still love you. <laughs> like he had a choice. He got drafted yeah. by them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, I mean, mine is mine is Phil Deneau. And oh, okay. it's like, it's kind of, Phil Deneau has been robbed of the Selkie because he hasn't had the counting stats. And as we were talking about a little bit off air, like Selkie is no longer the best defensive player. It's the, the best, best two-way player. Two-way player. And I'm, I'm, I'm there for that, as the kids <laughs> as would the say. Kids say. As the kids say, I, I'm all for that. So Deneau's got 32 points. That's not bad, eh? Yeah. It's pretty good. On well, he's I think he's already beaten his career high. I, I'm pretty sure that his career high was like 28 or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Right. Okay. Um so Deneau's got 32 points. Excuse me, fifty almost a fifty-five percent expected goals for percentage in all situations, which you know that he doesn't get power play time, so yeah, it's even better. Uh, he, he's just he's a good player, and he, and and he's not put up the counting stats to warrant true Selkie consideration mm-hmm. for years now, mm-hmm. and so now he's putting up the counting. It's almost stats. like he's worth five million a year. <laughs> hey? Mark, Mark, yeah. <laughs> Mark. Don't worry, we'll replace him with. Mike Hoffman <laughs> at four million a year. At four million a year. I'm like, you take Mike Hoffman and Cedric Paquette. Vous avez fil de nom. Perfect. Just as we all wrote it up. Exactly. But yeah, yeah no, Phil Deneau, like yeah. okay. What do you say? Right? He's mm-hmm. putting up the points yeah. now, and he's not dipped defensively, even by the advanced and, and, metrics. And he's he has their best penalty killer without I think. Which is funny because he was a bad penalty killer on the Munchies. He's, he's good now. He's good yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So who's your second half? Uh Nico Heischer. Of your New Jersey Devils. Nico Heischer. Yep. Now tell me why. Just because I keep hearing how good defensively he is and stuff. <laughs> well, he is good defensively. And, and he's taking yeah, a lot of the yeah, load. Yeah. 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 He's a good player. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. First and overall he, draft pick, Nico Heischer. And another guy. Should have been Nolan Patrick that year. Yeah, it should have been for sure. 
Well, no, we know who it should have been. Who? I, I don't remember the rest of the draft class. The guy who's picked fourth. I don't remember the rest. We've talked about Oh, him. Kale McCarr was yeah. picked fourth in that <laughs> yeah, draft. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When, once the draft is done, it's I like f- my brain just goes to a paper shredder. After a week, I forget where it was half the time. Like, <laughs> And I go to them. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, that's the year it was How'd in- you enjoy Vegas last summer, by the way? <laughs> was it in Vegas? No, it's in Montreal. Oh, it's, yeah, and I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you were and I was there. See what I mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, Painfully like, I would have remembered it- if it was Vegas because it would have been like 120 degrees and, <laughs> you know, and I would have probably tried to actually f- fry an egg on the sidewalk. Yeah. No, it was in Montreal. Like, went with my wife. We went biking around for a couple of days beforehand. We went to see the sights. We did. Didn't you fall? Montreal. I did fall on my bike. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Got a nasty, it, like, it's still all like. You can't see this. See that that red mark there on my elbow? That's from For that. those listening on audio, That's from that. there's no red mark. There is two. <laughs> there is two. There is two. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Nico, Nico Heischer's okay. uh, a great pick. The trouble with Selkie and determining who will come out of nowhere to be the Selkie winner is yeah. that like yeah. it's pretty hard to... You know, like with the heart, it's like you put up a lot of points. Yeah. Oh, he really had a strong second half. You know, with the Selkie, it's like, wow. Oh, he broke up a lot of plays he at the blue line. Seven more shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, you know, well, yeah. what a what a what yep. an awesome guy. So yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to okay. know who who would surge ahead. I mean, the only one that I can think of would be somebody a la Mark Stone. I was thinking of him too. Yeah, I was thinking of him. And too. it's not even just really on like the a, takeaways alone. Like, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. not even really like a second half pick. Per se, yeah. as it's just like, if I wasn't, like, if I had a say in this, which I don't, but if it wasn't Phil Deneau, it would, for me, it would be Mark Stone. Okay. Yeah. I do understand the argument that it's hard <clears> to give <throat> it to a winger. I do think that there's an argument to be had there. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, it's, it's, a centerman does a lot more heavy lifting defensively. No question. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So one more on the list. Jack Adams. The last one. The last one. Before we talk about teams. Uh, well, I mean, we probably have the same one. Jim Montgomery. As it turns out, we don't. <laughs> oh, we don't, do we? Okay. No. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, just in j- the interest j- of full transparency here. <laughs> I got this is Jim Montgomery take. and Rick Bonus's names mixed oh up. Oh my god! Like from the beginning, yeah. yeah, of the last segment, like when we started talking about them, the whole time you were talking about Jim Montgomery, you were thinking of Rick Bonus. I was. Wow. Okay. Now I can say it. You're a bonehead. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So okay. this is our second take for the yeah, Jack yeah. Adams because I'm a bonehead. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyways, so. Yours is Jim Montgomery. Of course it is. Yeah. For obvious reasons. What's the obvious reasons? Well, I mean... You can't, can't just say obvious reasons. Well, they're in first place and they're the best team in the league. That's uh, one of them. Yeah. And the fact that they were missing some key players at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, They were not supposed to be this good. Like, I, I find a lot of times the Adams Trophy goes to the guy who's has the most surprising team mm-hmm. and that makes the biggest jump. I mean, that's not going to be the Boston Bruins. They're not going to yeah. make the biggest jump, but, but I mean, clearly, you know, they're, they, the, they, they have, they have definitely exceeded expectation in a big, big way this year. 
Yes, um, I would agree yeah, with that. Yeah, like they just, all they do is like beat everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, but is that enough? <laughs> <laughs> like it's really, is winning every single game enough? Aren't you more concerned that the players had fun? It's the process. It's, it's the, the process. It's not the, the Are results. Are they playing the right it's way? It's the process. Are they playing the right way? Yeah, yeah. well, seeing as the fact that they're winning all the time, I got to think they are. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay, I was, so I was tell us about say, Jim Montgomery in Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. I Rick wish. Bonus. I wish. I wish you that, like that was like eye roll by me. Anyways, go ahead. No, it was good. You, you gave me enough of a dumb guy face. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was very impressive. Uh, so Rick Bonus, the the thing that I like about Rick Bonus, and of course. A lot of this is being buoyed by goaltending, but is the that thing he's that I, not Jim Montgomery. <laughs> my favorite part about him is that his name isn't Jim Montgomery, right? No, he uh, the way that he's unlocked um, Mark Shifley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not just Mark. Shifley. Yeah, but Mark Shifley is a great example. Well, I, mean, like, I mean, and Josh Morrison's having the season of his career, the offensive season of his career. And Josh Morrissey was the other one. I was yeah, going to yeah. say, like, yeah. I, I think that. There was a real concern when Bonus went from Dallas to Winnipeg that Winnipeg was going to become a plotting team. Yeah, yeah a yeah. plotting yeah, team, yeah. a worse version of themselves. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and you know, I'll never forget like when I heard um, Claude Julian say hockey's an entertainment industry, and I remember thinking. Do you know that though? I hear you saying those like, words. Really? I hear you saying those words, but I do not think they mean what you think, <laughs> think it means. They mean, yeah. <laughs> Princess Bride. Yeah. Got it. Bingo. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Conceivable. <laughs> you keep using that word. Yeah. But Rick, I don't think it means what you think it means. But but uh, Rick Bonus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um He's modernized. Well, I th- I think too, and I and I and I really don't think this is something that should be minimized is he made a very, very bold decision at the beginning of the year oh. <laughs> to take the C off of, of Blake Wheeler. To- and, and that could have gone sideways. Yeah. But the way he managed that situation, it's yeah. not. It's, it's been good. He's, he's done, that was a really good move. It's, so- taken a lot of, it's taken a lot of the weight off of, off of Blake Wheeler. To quote, and Blake Wheeler, who's, Pierre-Luc Dubois has been ridiculous lately too. Oh, it's 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 wild. I think that this is this is why I like him because he's modernized. Yeah, he's modernized, and uh, and I like coaches that step outside of their shell. But taking the C off of Blake Wheeler to quote a viral Instagram soundtrack at that point, his testicles are now so huge. He has to wear a huge hoodie upside down instead of trousers. Hmm. Interesting. The balls on the guy to take the C off of Blake Wheeler. That's funny that you talk about that because Blake Wheeler took one in the pills <laughs> and ruptured a testicle like a week ago. I saw you were talking I about, him. about that. I was thinking yeah. you said he's got big balls. Well, he's probably got at least one that's big. I forgot about that. Did you see that linesman that got it in the nuts? No. Oh, man. Why is a guy getting something in the nuts always so funny like why do we laugh there's at only that? two reactions which is laughing or cringing there's no, no laughing almost always it's laughing so it's the like the simpsons film festival you know football in the groin wins <laughs> after the uh the linesman got it i tweeted out this game is nuts with no context oh okay and then followed it up with 
Sorry, that was me going for the low-hanging fruit, much wow. like the puck did. Huh? Well done. I thought that was good. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I just think that he's, he's proven a, a, a way of modernizing. And the reality is, is that even if they are over-reliant on goaltending, yeah. that's a recipe for success. Mm-hmm. If you have the goaltender, then it's not Use a them. bad thing to <laughs> yeah. be over-reliant on goaltending. Right. Yeah, yeah. Carey yeah. Price in the playoffs. Oh, they're over-reliant on goaltending. Yeah, they've got Carey Price in the playoffs. <laughs> that's why they're there. Hello. Yeah. You know? So I, I think that, and 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 for a, a a coach that's being defense first, defense first, defense first, it just it just reminds me it reminds me of what um, of what was done in Washington when um, uh, Barry Trotz took over, which it's like you guys suck, you guys are the plugs, you guys are going to be all of the defense block shots. You guys, you good guys. Yeah. You do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just go you out sucky and guys. be yourself and you do what you do. You go out and be yourself and frolic and tiptoe <laughs> through the <laughs> tulips. You guys that suck, you're coming to meetings and we're running set plays and we're doing all that good stuff. But you guys just be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, who do you have for your potential second half of the. Uh, I'm going to go with Dave Haxtell. Dave Haxtell's a good Seattle Kraken. Yeah. 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 These like are not these are not better. your nephews or your grandfathers or somebody's Seattle Kraken. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know how you refer to a team that's only been around for a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these are not your little brother's Kraken. I don't yeah. know. Anyways, um These are not my yeah. daughter's Kraken. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, okay. Um <laughs> I feel like I've done something and I don't understand it. Okay. <laughs> well, she was two when they started. I get it. Yeah, okay. Now. Yeah, okay. Okay. And what I happens between the ages of two and three is your brain develops the ability uh, to retain long term memories. Okay, okay, perfect. So now perfect. she can retain long term memories. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So now Good. I have to make sure that I don't screw her up too bad. <laughs> now that she can remember yeah. for the therapist. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because now now she'll remember, you know, things like that yelling beard, and like that beard. beard. I'm pretty sure if I shaved it, she wouldn't know who I was. <laughs> Probably not. Anyways, yeah. so yeah, Dave Haxtell for me, second half. Um, they're going to make the playoffs almost assuredly in a crappy division, but all nonetheless. Yeah, they've you know, and they and they've they've become like a like they're not they're not like like it's not like teams are looking. Oh, Seattle. Yeah, there we go. Guaranteed yeah, yeah. win. You know, oh yeah, we'll beat them 3-1. No, yeah. no. If you beat them, you're beating them 5-4. Yeah. You're not beating them 3-1. Yeah. My second half pick, it's kind of a tough second half pick because it's hard to justify how he would uh, jump into the lead here. Okay. Is Bruce Cassidy. Okay. Can't really be understated what he's done for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. They just look like the Vegas Golden Knights again. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I really just, you know, I think that um, Pete DeBoer was a bad match for that team, and uh, and now they they look like they look like the team that I've enjoyed watching since uh, they came into the league. And they've had they've had to deal with their fair share of oh. you know injuries, yeah. and I mean, yeah, they're, like their starting goalie. Yeah, well, they're really hoping to get <laughs> Weber back at some point soon. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice. LTIR jokes are the best jokes. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Really, like nothing beats a good LTIR joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. You want to move on? Yes. 
All right, before we move on, check out kencampbell.substack.com. Check us out on Twitter, at HockeyNoFilter. Check us out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe. Reviews are very greatly appreciated. We have growing listenership every week. Really? And yet, the reviews are not coming. We've got like three reviews in the world. The hmm. whole world. Wow. But... I think are they good? Could, are they positive or negative? Well, they're all positive. Oh, nice. Obviously. Nice. You know, they, they said that they like the the spry young guy. That's you. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so check us out. Do all that good stuff. And now let's get to the last bit. Hey, everybody. The NFL playoff pictures locked in. And my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back, up to $10. Action so good, why bet playoffs anywhere else? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. All right, so let's move on to the last bit, which is teams. Which teams do you think are going to sur- uh, surge ahead? I almost said surf ahead. Surge ahead. Yes. As in Serge Savard or Serge Boisvert. There are no surges in the NHL right now, are there? That's I don't unfortunate. Think that there are. That is unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's, good, it's a good name. Good hockey name. It is a good hockey name. Yeah. You know what's yeah. also a good hockey name? Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm still sad that goalie didn't work out. There was a guy named Chris Chai Hockey once. Oh, yeah. And there was the best hockey Spelled name. H A W. The best hockey name ever was a, a college guy at the University of Miami, Ohio, Steve. Mick Grinder. That was his name. <laughs> nice. Does it get any better than that? No, it doesn't get any better. It really doesn't. Was his... I mean, Ivan Ivan is pretty good, too. <laughs> the guy that played for the Czechs at the World Juniors. Yeah, yeah. Last year. And then this year, they had a Marcel Marcel. Like, come on. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um Okay. <laughs> what let's are we doing? Get all these guys together and put them in the slush puppy arena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Class slush puppy in Gatineau. <laughs> Gatineau. All right, teams. What's a team that you think is going to take a huge step forward in the second half of the I, year? I, I, I mean, I've, it's got to be Colorado, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it. That's. A I mean, they're getting pick. They're getting healthy. They're you know. I mean, I, I just can't believe they're going to meander along here. Although they they went down three snot or four one to Florida last night and lost five four. Like I just. Uh, they haven't got it together, that's for sure. Yeah, um, but I, I got to think they're going to pull it together. Yeah, but they're going to get their guys back <laughs> from injury. Yeah, and I mean like that in and of itself, like they are just killing time right now. You know, I love our. Yeah, well, Lekin they're going to be as- they're going to be dead if they keep killing time the way they are now. They're not in the playoffs right now. No, they're not. Yeah, so uh, let's get that taken care of. Yeah, I guess, but uh, yeah. It's um, 
I, I think that like once they get their 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 key pieces back, then obviously, you know, they're gonna surge ahead. And and right now they're still over five hundred. Yeah. You know, Calgary is the number one wild card at five sixty. Colorado's five fifty one points percentage. Right. So it's not like a crazy No, disparity. it's not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, Colorado's a good pick. Um I was I was thinking Potentially the Rangers. Yep. I just, you know. Yep. They've got the talent to do it. If Shesterkin, I think that Shesterkin's starting to come around. And if he can come around, then you've got a team that they are currently in a playoff spot, should be mentioned. Yep. Right? Yep. But if Shesterkin does come around fully and... They're, they're actually starting to turn now, it looks like. Yeah, like you, you know can what sort I mean? of see yeah, it yeah, you can kind of happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why that's my cheesy pick. It's not a cheesy pick. Yeah. It's a good pick. Who do you think is going to tank? Your Montreal Canadiens. My Montreal Canadiens. Yes. I'll inform Jeff Molson. Okay. Ken Campbell <laughs> says they're mine now. Give them to me. The Montreal Canadiens. Why do you think they're going to... I mean, they why speak do you think, about a ship why already. Why do you think they're going to... Why? Like, what kind of question is that? Why do you think they're going to tank? Watch them play. Okay. Well... <laughs> Watch... Them play. People listen to this Their podcast. Their power play already... sucks. Yeah. Their penalty killing sucks. That's true. They got four rookie defensemen, which isn't a bad thing. It's not like it's not a good thing. I no, no. But you know what? No, it's it's a good thing. No contender in that... wakes up in the morning and says, "You know how many rookie defensemen I want on my team this year? Four, <laughs> at least four. Yeah, no, 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 no. But sometimes it, five. it augurs well for the future. I think a guy like Jonathan Kovacevic, like a guy like that, is what a huge waiver pickup. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Kovacevic and from Jack like, Eye are like the two just like out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they've been they've been very good. Yeah. Jordan Harris has been been pretty good. Kalen, uh Caden Gooley's hurt. Yeah. Actually, you know, I mean, Justin Barron's been good in the AHL. Yeah. And they can't even bring him up because yeah. the other rookies are playing well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Well, they brought him up. But so yeah. anyways, I mean, that, that's a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing in as much as you know, three or four years from now that, that has the makings of a, like a group of studs. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like for right now, and, and I think Montreal just says like, you know, Marty St. Louis just says, Hey, you know, some nights it's going to be okay. Yeah. And some nights we're going to get caved in. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's going to happen. Yeah. And they've been relying on Jake Ellen, Jake Allen, Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Allen putting up like not quite a Vesna worthy season, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I yep. wouldn't be shocked if he was a dark horse. Like I wouldn't be shocked if he got some down ballot voting. The other night, somebody wrote on Twitter it, the the Canadians can't afford to lose Jake Evans for five, Jake Allen. No, Jake Evans. Oh, Jake Evans for okay. five minutes or something like that. I, I think he'd gotten a major penalty or something, and I was like, wow. <laughs> Really? <laughs> okay, so Jake, I know he's yeah, you yeah. know I know he's a good player, but yeah. geez, I think that Jake wow. Evans will be a Philip Deneau type player. Mm-hmm. His career has followed yep. a very similar yep. trajectory. Came into the NHL late, uh, you know, started out fourth line wing, moved himself up to a shutdown center role. Yeah, I think that he's going to follow a trajectory. Maybe not be as good as Phil Deneau, right? Because you know, there's <laughs> literally like. Two guys that are as good defensively as Phil Deneau. 
in the NHL. Yeah. But uh, but I think that he's going to follow a similar trajectory. But um, yeah, no. If you're if you're relying that heavily on on Jake Evans, and I mean, like even when they're winning, all their scoring was coming from Caulfield and Suzuki. All of it. All of it. Virtually all of it. All yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like the disparity from Caulfield, Suzuki, and then in points. And then you were going, then there was like a second tier of like Monaghan and Anderson and stuff like that. But yeah, then, like but 10. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. My pick is your Boston Bruins. Oh, they're going to crater, you think, eh? Well, crater's maybe the wrong word for it. Mm. I think that they're going to take a step back, though. I just, okay. you know, it's like the Jesse Pinkman joke. Well, it wasn't a joke in the show, but you know, like the, they can't keep getting away with this. I don't know. know. I don't know what show you're talking about. Breaking or, Bad. Oh, and I don't know who Jesse Pinkman is. Either. Oh, he's the guy from Breaking, Breaking bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, I kind of figured yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, it's kind of like the Jesse Pinkman thing. Like right. they just can't keep getting away with this. Like they just, I don't know, man. It's a long season. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I hurt. Just watching it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are playing it. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to get around to before we get out of here? Yeah. Uh, well, I think, you know, I mean, I kind of wanted to talk a bit about what's happened in the CHL in the last week. Yeah. Like, it's just been ridiculous. Do you have a trade to announce? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like 108 of them. <laughs> they were, there's an arms race going on. Yeah. In the CHL right now. Yeah. Like in in Ontario, it's basically Peterborough, Ottawa, Windsor, London, you know, maybe Barrie, but but like I mean, you know, I mean, Pavel Minchikov, the the first round pick of the Anaheim Ducks, a defenseman from Sarnia, probably is probably going to be the CHL defenseman of the year this year. Mm-hmm. Got traded from Sarnia to Ottawa for nine draft picks, <laughs> nine draft picks. Yeah, Shane Wright, Kingston to Windsor for two players and seven picks. Like Ottawa's just going for it here. Nine they pi- pieces. Yeah, they picked again. up. They picked up Logan Morrison, who's an overage, an overage. Yeah. So you know, Rent- rental. He ain't coming back. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but he's second in scoring in the league. They gave up six picks for him. <laughs> Owen Beck to mit- from Mississauga to Peterborough, two players and four picks. Ethan Del Maestro and Luca Del Bell Baloo's talking about good names from Mississauga to Sarnia for like a a kid who was picked in the first round, Porter Martone, yeah. and a and a and a couple of picks, and then out west was just bonkers, donkillas, yeah, like Olin Zellweger and Ryan Hoffer from Everett to Kamloops for four players mm-hmm. and ten draft picks. Four of which are first rounders. Wow. Four first round picks. Dylan Gunther got Wait, traded. Wait, so the WHL can trade first round picks? Yes. Yes. OHL cannot. Cannot. Okay. I didn't realize. I thought that that was a CHL rule for no, some reason. No, okay. it's, it's, a, it's an OHL rule. You can't trade that pick. You can trade that player. Right. Like, like, like a couple of teams did. Uh, Porter Martone, Luca Testa, and another uh, Van Volsen. Three sixteen-year-old kids who were just picked in the first round this past year mm-hmm. got traded, um, but you can't actually trade that pick because GMs can't be trusted to save themselves. Basically, yeah. Well, that's ninety um, percent. You know, I mean, are. I mean, and you've got like Dylan Gunther went from Edmonton to Seattle. That's a huge trade. Like Seattle, oh, I mean, overtime hero. Yeah, Seattle is like they've lost like six games this year. Yeah. So now you've got like you've got like Seattle, Winnipeg, Kamloops, Red Deer, 
in the WHL. Like, it's just this huge arms race. But to me, like, it's not troubling because there's so many picks involved and, and not as many players. But, like, since training camp opened in September, 108 OHL players have changed teams. That's just like, in the OHL. Just in the OHL. That's 20% of the league. I said has, jokingly has 108 yeah, trades. Yeah, yeah. no. No, not 108 a, trades. 108 yeah. players have been traded. Yeah, no, I, sorry. In yeah. different deals. Yeah. Yeah, or or waivers. WHL, 104. Holy. QMJHL, 80. So since September, You have there a healthy have been, elementary school worth of players yeah yeah yeah. there's been like since 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 september there have been a hundred to 12 292 players yeah traded in junior hockey wow It's, it's insane that's ridiculous yeah it really is yeah it really is and it's not like it used to be like i i'm gonna give the ohl and the qmjhl and the whl props here for i mean i i'm really hard on them Mm-hmm. Because I hate their business model. I, I I can't stand that their business model is based on paying the most important plo- employees poverty wages. Yeah, I, I hate that business model. And if you can't pay minimum wage to your players and have a team, you shouldn't have a team. That's my that's my thinking. But yeah. anyways, I'm but, coming around on that. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I, I, I that's neither here nor there. Um, but they it's not like it used to be like where. You know, a guy would show up at the rink, you know, and his stuff would be in a pay, in a garbage bag and he'd be told <laughs> to get on a bus to go to St. Saint Marie. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work like that yeah. anymore. I mean, a lot of guys have no trades. You know, a lot of trades are made because the player needs a new, yeah. uh, a new, uh, you know, a new start or a better opportunity. Um, you know, like if you're in school, if you're in, in school at that time of the year, you're not getting traded. Yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So they're really good about that stuff. Yeah. And they, or they've gotten a lot better about that stuff. Yeah. But still, this is this is ridiculous. Silver lining to you going to Sault Ste. Marie. In five years, you'll be on the Leafs. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but, no, but it's, I mean, it's crazy. It's, yeah, I mean, like, to me, to me, I think what it's created in junior hockey is like there's just there's you're either one or the other. You're either going for it for the Memorial Cup. Or you're tanking, but isn't that like and, more fun? Well, I I mean, it's okay, not so it's not hockey. it's not fun if you're if you're a season ticket holder of the Swift Current Broncos and they just decided to sell half their team and yeah. you've got half a season left of yeah. shitty games where they're going to get caved in all the time. Right. That's not that's not fun. Okay, so in junior hockey, you have like you said the human element of you have these are children. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, but if you think about it, like from like an NHL perspective, like I would love to see this in the NHL. I would love to see this constant turnover. And like because like every team that rebuilds. Right. Think about even the when the Rangers sent out the letter, of course, is always the the most obvious example. It's like get ready for five years of hurt. Whereas then you look at the NBA and they're just like. Well, we signed two star players and we're planning on winning a championship next year, even though we were bottom of the league this year. Yeah, but they like, just, yeah, but like, in, in some ways, the NHL has come a li- become a little bit like the NBA in that there are just such like for a league that touts its parity, it's not. 
It's right. not a, like there's some crappy, crappy, really bad teams. That's and not you, my issue. Yeah, yeah. My issue is, is that that bad team won't necessarily be good next year. They probably won't be good next year. Right. And probably not the year after either. Look no further than the Ottawa Senators. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Look no further than, well, the Rangers kind of, they, they put it together a little faster than ex- expectations. But still, we're talking about four years. Like in the NBA, like they just, they'll just, Trade and sign a guy, and yeah. then just yeah, bingo. But we, you can we, you we can also get an you can also get an impact player out of even high school now in the NBA. Yeah, and and college, and they have and in ho- but in hockey for the most part. Yeah, even your first round pick is a couple of years away. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So anyways, it I'm takes longer. It, it takes a lot longer. It takes long to build, and in junior hockey, it doesn't. Yeah. It, because it can't, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you've, got you've only got, window. you've only got a couple of years with yeah. these guys. Right. Yeah. And so what ends up happening here is I, and I, I'm seeing it now is like all these picks that these teams are trading away. Half of them aren't even their own picks. They just pick up all these other picks. And then when they're <laughs> going for it, they trade, you know, all their futures. Right. Yeah. Then they bought, then their guys age out, they bought them out. And then when they're in that spot, they try to buy back. They just, those yeah, pieces. they just they just trade away their best players, yeah. and they get all of, they get all those picks back. And and that's like there were seven, the, there were seven draft picks traded, yeah, for uh, uh, Shane Wright, right from the Windsor Spitfires to the Kingston Frontenacs. Not a single one of those seven picks was <laughs> an actual Windsor Spitfires pick. Yeah, it was from all from other teams. Yeah. So one thing before we before we get off of this and get out of here, yep. There's there's one other thing that I want to bring light to, which is that one of the more interesting things in in all these CHL trades was the one that wasn't traded, Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard. Yep. Yep. The Regina Pass. Yeah, and I'm glad Connor Bedard. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. because I was going to bring it up and then I forgot. So I'm glad you did. Because this welcome could, to hockey unfiltered, th- where two heads are equal to one. <laughs> Who's using the brain that, uh, for this segment? <laughs> it was me on the last uh, yeah, one, yeah. but now it's back yeah, to yeah. you. Okay, yeah. thanks. Um, no, um, it, this could end up being a monumental screw up by the Regina Pats, in my opinion. Yeah, they're in seventh place in the Eastern Conference. I think they're two points, uh, like out of being out of the playoffs. Yeah, like they're not. There's they're not. Like they might not even make the playoffs. Yeah, and they could have traded him to the Seattle Thunderbirds for ten for ten ten assets. Yeah, they would have got ten futures. Yeah, wherever they traded him, they would have got ten futures. Yeah, right. Um, and from what I was told, from what I understand, uh, John Paddock, the former NHL Winnipeg Jet guy stuff, uh, he's the GM in in Regina. Uh, apparently I was told that he wanted to make a trade. He wanted to deal Connor Bedard and he was, he was overruled by ownership who I think are money. saying, no, it's not money. I think it's just like they were saying, um, you know, he came in as a pad. He's going to leave as a pat. He's going to be one of the all time great players. So we want to, mm. you know, we want people to remember that he was a Regina pat and only a Regina pat. Well, okay, Great. So you just had him for a couple of years. You did diddly squat and now you lost him and you could have turned him into 10 draft picks or, you know, three players and eight draft picks or whatever. So I mean, if Olin, be loading if up, Olin right? Zellweger and Ryan Hoffer yeah. are going to go for 
four players and 10 picks, four of which are first round picks. Yeah. What do you think you're getting for? What do you think they would get for Connor Bedard? Like that much they, for him alone. Yeah. Like yeah. you might just say, here, we'll give you a, as soon as our season's over, we'll give you our whole team. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. just, I, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I think, I think even if the Regina Pats make the playoffs, it's a monumental screw up. And if they don't make the playoffs, it's an all time monumental screw up. So I had two thoughts about why they might not have made the trade. One was money. Because he's he's selling out stadiums, but he's going to sell them out as a member of another team, right? But now he's selling them out for the Regina Pats, right? Right. So why? But, well, no. But when they go on the road and they and and he sells out a building, the Regina Pats don't get no, make no, any benefit not, from but that. He's getting the but they're getting the home games, right? Exactly. And I, but it's I'm a not goose situation. Yeah, but I'm I'm just not sure that people are gonna are gonna continue to go if there's nothing to yeah you know the less cynical side of me says that they watched the World Juniors and said, this kid can win a tournament by himself. So what do we even need? Well, yeah, but they're, he's, they've had him all year and they're in seventh place. Right, but there's a difference between uh, what a regular season looks like for a player yeah, yeah. and what a tournament looks yeah. like for a player. Yeah, but okay, so you're saying a playoff series is the equivalent of a tournament? Correct. Okay, so, so he's going to beat the Winnipeg Ice or the Red Deer Rebels on his own in a, in a playoff series after they finished like 30 points behind him. Uh, maybe I would have traded maybe. him. I'm, I'm agreeing yeah, yeah, yeah. with you. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying yep. that if I put myself in their shoes, yeah. what is their logic and reasoning? And maybe it's what you said, Yeah. but I said, I came up with a cynical reason mm-hmm. and I came okay. up with a non-cynical yeah. reason. I don't even know if they're selling out. Cause that's a pretty big arena. In Regina. Well, if they're not selling out, uh, they're yeah, making yeah, yeah. money off of him. I, I they're would, making. You'd have to think. You'd have yeah, to think. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Especially, like you said, they're out of the playoffs. However, you trade them, you get Junior all those hockey picks. Fans are more you get fickle. all those picks two years down the road, you're going to have a team that's going to be go- going for for the Memorial Cup and they're going to have like all kinds of home playoff dates and you're going to make a ton of money in a couple of years. So can I ask you one question then? Actually, let me ask you two questions okay. before we get out of here. Yep. First is, is a more technical question for our listeners okay. um, because I, I don't know that. Uh, so just to clarify, you are allowed to trade between leagues in the CHL. You're not. You're not. You're not. Okay. Nope. So that was a clarification I wanted to make. Yeah, no, 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 no. When I say they should have traded him, it would have only been, been within the WHL. In the, in the Western Hockey League. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now here's my here's my real question. So why didn't they load up? If they're going to keep Bedard anyways, why weren't why weren't they they in on these other big names to load up for the playoffs? They might not have had the assets. Yeah. You know? And and I mean you are what you are. You can't, you know, I mean and you know, I mean, you're not going to get one or two players that's going to turn you from an eighth place or bubble playoff team mm. into a team that's, you know, right there with the best in Canada. Yeah. Like the Seattle Seattle Thunderbirds, I think, are the number one team in the CHL. Yeah. You know, so. Ironic. Yeah. Ironic. Yeah. 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 Because they're based in the U.S. Is that exactly. what you're saying? Yeah. 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 They have a good program. They have a great program. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. Check out. We've been here for a while, so. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even a longer one. Yep. Check out kencampbell.substack.com. Check us out on Twitter at HockeyNoFilter, at Ken underscore Campbell 27, and of course at underscore Dylan Wah. And don't forget to stick around and listen to us next week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Kerplunk. <laughs>